podcast. I'm so glad you decided to join me today. I wanted to create a podcast to remind you that skating is for everybody. On today's podcast, we're going to be talking to Danny Tate from Pelham, Alabama. So sit back, grab a mug of your favorite beverage, and listen to this episode of On the Ice with Bernice. And remember, everyone is welcome on the ice. Well, hello, Danny Tate. How are you doing? I'm just fine and dandy. And how are you, Miss Bernice? I'm doing very well. Thanks for asking. I'm just so excited to have you on my podcast today and just to learn a little bit more about you. That's scary. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm sure it's not. So I first wanted to, to ask you to tell us a little bit more about your skating. How did you get started in the world of skating? Uh, let's see. My siblings, Ginger, Tony, and Carrie, all skated. And uh, so I, I started skating when I was probably, you know, 18 months to two years old. Oh, wow. And, um, at the time, Robert Unger was uh, the director of the skate school. And uh, then, you know, then I just started skating more and more and more. And uh, my siblings, Ginger and Tony, they skated together some. They did some ice shows and stuff like that. Local, nothing, you know, on the big, big side of things. And, uh, and then I saw Robin Cousins skate. And he used to have this Russian split jump that, you know, he would do a Russian split jump and then he is a Russian split flip. And so he would actually land backwards instead of forward. And I always wanted to learn how to do that because he was so amazing, you know. So that's how I kind of got hooked. Now, I think this summer when we were working on National Showcase stuff, I got to see a picture of you doing a Russian split. So were you able to do that Russian split flip thing? Oh, absolutely. I was. Yes, I was. I was able Can to do you it. still do the Russian split thing? Not with my artificial hip, I can't. Mm. <laughs> you know, it would probably get slung out somewhere and then I'd be one-legged or something. You know, uh, it'd, be a bad, it'd be a bad day. <laughs> yeah, that, that would not be good. That's something I have to watch, too, you know, with my age and me still skating is, you know, my hips. Well, you so, know, taking that walker out there, you know, that's you might be able to do it with a walker. I've seen you do some pretty incredible things with it. Well, we'll, we'll see what the future has for for me and my skating. Well, we'll see. But all right, so you 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 started skating in Huntsville, and and have you are you still in Huntsville, or are you know no, did you stay no. there? No, I moved uh, to uh, Pelham, Alabama. Um, I was asked to come down to interview for a position running the skate school, and that would have been in uh, 1997. So, you know, you'd have been a a little girl back then. Oh, no, I, I, no, you would have been a young whippersnapper. I still would have been quite, quite old. (laughs) 
Um, but yeah, I, I came down and interviewed and, uh, I, uh, yeah, I moved on down. They offered me the job and I've been hooked ever since. Ah, uh, how wonderful. Uh, so I, I'm not going to ask how old you are. Cause I know that, that, you know, when you get older, I personally know you, you don't really want to throw your age around too much, but, um, are you still skating today? Um, I, right now, um, I just actually retired, uh, from the city December. And, uh, so, uh, I do still skate, um, some, but not, not much right now. Uh, trying to look for a, the new adventure for Danny Tate. We're trying to figure that out right now. Mm. You know, you know, never know. I'm not build an ice rink. <laughs> hey. I mean, it looks like behind you, you got some, some land. You could just, I mean, I know in Alabama it's hot, but I don't know. I, f- I feel like you could figure something out. So have you always wanted to do something with skating or are there other things that, you know, you wanted to be at some point? Well, you know, Bernice, whenever I was in college, I, uh, my father was a doctor and uh, always thought I wanted to go to medical school. And uh, so I uh, actually was pre-med in college uh, and also had business degrees too. Um, but it was one of those things that I just, uh, I got the offer to come down here and it was kind of a dream come true to do something that you love. Um, you know, and it was funny, my father, he and I were talking uh, on one of our farms and he said, uh, he goes, are you really sure you want to go to medical school whenever you really are good at this ice skating thing? And so, uh, so he kind of gave me a little nudge. Mm. <laughs> so, so not, so you went to business school and med school, but you also, did you, you grew up on a farm? Oh yeah. Yeah. And I didn't actually go to med school as pre-med. I don't know I've never done that Mm. but yeah I grew up on a farm we had uh, a whole bunch of cattle had I raised peacocks and turkeys and guineas and oh yeah we in Alabama (laughs) yep North Alabama Wow. (laughs) I didn't know peacocks could be in North Alabama oh I had a bunch of them yes I did so how did, how did growing up on a farm, like, how could you, because in a farm, you have to get up early to milk the cows and all that. Then how did you skate as well? Because I know a lot of us skate early mornings. Um, well, actually, um, I went really early morning. Uh, I would open the facility. Uh, the owner of the ice rink, uh, Ben Wilcoxon, I worked for him. Uh, and, uh, so I started, I would get up about four, four fifteen, go into the rink and, uh, have ice available for all the pair skaters and ice dancers around 5. AM. I was driving the Zamboni by the time I was 16. Oh, and, wow. uh, and so, yeah, uh, maybe I may have actually been 15 whenever I started. Um, but, uh, yeah, I've been in the ice rink business for a very long time and uh actually my college bernice was paid for uh by my skating uh oh wow 
Uh, yeah, I actually worked for the University of Alabama in Huntsville, their, ho their hockey program, and uh, for, well, for about 12 years, actually, and uh, worked with them on skating skills and, you know, uh, ordered equipment. I did all kinds of things, and uh, then I was an undergrad assistant and a grad assistant, and so, yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. Huh. So you, as a figure skater, you are able to work in the hockey world. Now, I, don't, oh. I haven't heard of too many figure skaters doing that. Could you tell me more about that? Oh, yeah. I, uh, yeah, I worked with them on power skating, and especially your defensemen and those guys you'd work on, you know, on, on how to make them faster, stronger on their feet where they can turn their transitions. Uh, so, yeah, I worked with a lot of them. We had uh, two of our guys – yeah, I went and skated uh, Team USA. That's Collegiate Team USA. Uh, and I worked with both Mike O'Connor and uh, Mike Winville, um that went and skated for Team USA um, and uh, the Collegiate Team. Uh, I also taught a young man uh, that uh, uh, played for the Philadelphia Flyers for season two uh, whenever he was like five years old. So how to skate. Wow. Huh. <laughs> That's very interesting. So uh, how were you able to skate a lot, like figure skate, while you were doing the hockey or teaching oh, the yeah. hockey? Oh, yeah. Actually, guess. that paid for some of my skating, my ice time. Mm -hmm. I, I would get free ice time. Uh, so oh, well, that's would, very nice. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> It was wonderful because we didn't have a uh, a, a NHL sized rink uh, whenever I was that young, and uh, so our rink was sixty feet by one twenty, and uh, and so the uh, that would let me skate at the Von Braun Civic Center, and that was an NHL rink, and so size wise, and so we could skate there for free, you know. And uh, they were really good to us. All right. So 60 mm -hmm. by one. What, what's the size of a normal rink? Because I don't know. So a regulation rink, uh, NHL size rink is 85 by 200. Uh, an Olympic sheet of ice is 100 by 200. All right. And then as an NHL, so what's that? National Hockey League? National Hockey League. Yes, All right. And is that the same size as an Olympic sheet of ice? Nope, it's smaller. Interesting. Is it the same size as the regular sheet of ice that most, I guess, if you were to go public mm -hmm. skating at a rink, it would be that size? Correct. That's, uh, that's right. Most rinks are, are NHL, most of them. Interesting. Hmm. So in your skating, did you ever do any shows or, or do any of that? Or have you devoted most of I your I never did the... I never really did the Disney on ice uh, or, you know, any of that. Um, my, my skating partner, Sarah, uh, she did. Um, and, uh, you know, some of my friends, they did. Uh, but I really thought at that point in time, I wanted to go to medical school. And so, you know, college was, was screaming my name, you know. And it does take up a lot of your time. Yes. And I still skated and I still competed, uh, you know, until later, but it, it was, 
it was not the same, you know, because definitely wanted to start pursuing school and a career and things like that. I just didn't realize at the time that I was doing the career that, uh, that I was kind of meant to do. Mm. So you moved down to Pelham, Alabama and became a skate school director. What were some of your favorite things about that job? Oh, wow. Um, that list is long. <laughs> uh, you know, I think if you were to wrap it into one thing, um, it would have, it would be that you take someone, um, and you, they end up loving it as much as you do. Um, I have skaters that I taught in Huntsville that skate till this day and coach till this day. Uh, several of them are actually, you know, I grew up with in Huntsville and they coach on staff and, and, you know, worked in the program, uh, to see somebody learn something for the first time and see that joy, uh, and, you know, and, and mature and grow in the sport and take it in, until they're an adult and still really enjoy it. Um, there's no greater joy than to see that, you know, it's, it's very fulfilling. Um, and, you know, I've worked with PSA and I've, that's some other things that I've really enjoyed seeing, you know, whenever I first started, you know, my coaching career, I wanted to learn uh, how to be a better coach. So I invested uh, a lot of time in my ratings exams. And now I am a master rated coach in four disciplines. And uh, I, I work with them uh, at different rating sites. And, and so now I test coaches coming up. And, uh, it is nice. It's really nice to have that camaraderie and, uh, you know, start sharing the knowledge to other people and see them get excited about coaching and creating, you know, uh, a legacy for themselves. Mm. So what are some of the hard things about being a skate school director? <laughs> Parents. <laughs> um, you know, it's, it's funny. I, I say it jokingly, but in all seriousness, it, um, it's, it's easy if it's just the kids. Um, and if money is no option, that even makes it even better. But, um, you know, trying to learn to budget your time and budget their time to where you can um, help people meet their goals and what, the, what they want to do in their life and, you know, help them. Uh, you know, it's, it's just one of those things that it's really, uh, it's hard because sometimes people are limited uh, and they, they can't always, uh, they don't have the resources. Uh, and that's also been a frustration here too. We're not a training center, uh, you know, like some of the large places that have a lot of other things that, um, that are offered to some of the skaters. Uh, so you have to be creative. And part of that was really fun. Uh, you know, I, I worked with George Monet here in, in Pelham. He owns Pure Motion. And he did a lot of work with our athletes off ice. And, you know, we worked with exclusively ballet with uh, Monica. 
Um, you know, heck, we had uh, Robert Hoffman who did Step Up 2. He worked with a lot of our athletes on hip hop and jazz, and he even uh, performed with us. Uh, we had them up on the stage, and, and then he taught the whole hip hop number to our kids on the ice. So, yeah, there's, there's so many things that, you know, you just have to think outside the box, um, especially whenever you are not uh, a training center. Uh, to where things are already organized. Hmm. That sounds like a challenge, but something good for creative people. It's definitely, definitely a challenge. Hmm. So you've obviously been skating for pretty much your whole life. What made you stick with the sport? Oh. Bernice, I, I think that... Um, the people that you're around, um, yeah, it's the people, uh, it's the relationships. I think that that's the one thing that I'm, I struggle with now, not being at the rink every day, um, is the relationships. And mm. yeah, it's this being able to, you know, things that I get excited about, you know, we posted, what one regionals, two sectional championships, uh, two uh, theater nice nationals, and then a qualifier um, as well. Uh, one of the summer series uh, with theater, uh, and and you just develop so many relationships with so many people um, in the rink, outside of the rink. Heck, it even, you know, even our electrician, I mean, you know, I, things that, you know, our HVAC people, I, you, you just, it, you kind of develop this family of folks that, uh, you know, after 25 years of doing it, yeah, it's, uh, it's all about the relationships. And, and mm. I think that's the part that's the hardest part of not being involved in it every day now. Mm. Well, my other question for you is you've been skating a long time. You, you met a lot of people. You love the community. This is one of the things I'm loving about, you know, starting this podcast is just getting to talk to people in the skating world and um, making more connections. It's been fun. And as a figure skating coach and as a former um, learn to skate director, can you tell if someone's going to stick it out and, and skate for their whole lives? Like when they first, maybe not when they first start skating, but is there some sort of sign or some sort of tell? Does that make sense? Uh, you can always tell when, when somebody is hooked, um, you know, and, and it doesn't always necessarily last a lifetime. Uh, but, you know, there, there are definite signs where, you see kids that uh, they just love being on the ice. And, uh, and, and it's funny, they, they never seem to stray too far away. Um, you know, eventually they even bring their kids back. Um, and that's really exciting. You know, whenever uh, it, it hurts your heart a little bit too, because it tells you how old you are, that you started somebody when they were three oh. years old. And then you go to their wedding and then you know that they have had a child and Oof, <laughs> it, yeah. It, it, yeah. Yeah. So mm. yeah, it's, it's a good feeling and a bad feeling at the same time. Mm. But I, I think you've lived through that. 
Yeah, I, yeah, many of my, yeah, yeah, I won't get into that. So would you have any words of advice or encouragement for anyone who, you know, might be going through a hard time in skating and are thinking about giving it up, even though they love it? You know, I would just mainly tell somebody, don't let anybody take your joy away. Um, Cause Bernice right now I'm, I'm struggling with that myself uh, in that um, it's something I love. It's something that uh, I'm not going to let somebody take that away from me. Uh, I will reinvent myself and I will stay involved uh, for the rest of my life. Um, if that means that I uh, have to do things differently, I mean, heck, there are areas of becoming a judge, becoming a technical specialist, um, coaching elsewhere. Uh, those are all options. Uh, you know, I love the Pelham area and I really want to stay in this area. Uh, so we'll see. You know, I'm a very resilient person and uh, I, I can, I'm patient. <laughs> No, I, I really, I, I like that. Don't, don't let anyone steal your joy. And because, no. you know, skating, like, just like you, you were saying, skating really is for everyone that yeah. you don't just have to go to the Olympics to, to no. love skating. And, you know, you, you, there's so many different things you can do. You can judge, you can coach, you can uh, volunteer. You can yeah. even just be a fan. That's part of the skating world. Um you know, so, I, I had to regret this past week. I wish I would have gone to nationals. I mm. uh, kind of got sidetracked with some other things. And that was one of the things Bernie said, I, I wish I would have done. Well, there, there will be other nationals. <laughs> yes, there but, will be. I mean, maybe not as close as Nashville, because Nashville, I guess, is pretty close to Pelham, Alabama. Maybe maybe you'll go with me to the next nationals. Oh my goodness, I would absolutely love that. We would have so much fun. <laughs> it would be a good time. It would be such a good time. Well, Danny, <laughs> is there anything else you want to let the world know? No, I just no. I, I'm good. I'm smiling, profiling, and you know, just happy to be alive. <laughs> I'm happy you're alive and I'm happy that you're not letting anybody steal your joy for skating. Nope. Just makes no my way. heart happy to hear. Well, well you then, know, you never know. You might see me competing for, for another team somewhere. Never know. <laughs> well, hey, I, I might come join you. Maybe we could do a Ooh. duet or something. I would do a duet with you. Uh, Absolutely, Bernice. That would be fun. We'll we'll have to talk about this after and you know keep people uh, in suspense. Maybe maybe we could do a pair lift. Oh my goodness. Now am I lifting you or are you lifting me? Because you know my butt's really big. <laughs> you know, I, I bet we could get you up in the air. Oh, I don't know. I don't know how <laughs> I feel about heights. <laughs> you just never know. It sometimes they come down a little hard though. <laughs> oh. Well, well, you have to promise not to drop me because I, 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 I think my bones would break. Like, I know you have an artificial hip, but I'm trying not to get one. Uh, well, I might be getting a second one. You never know. Oh, <laughs> oh goodness. It makes them, it's like being bionic, though, you know? 
I I guess. Mm-hmm. I like don't know. Man. I I I um I like natural. You know. <laughs> natural. All all natural. Yes, you are all natural. Yes, Except you are. Nails. I I'm okay with acrylic nails. <laughs> That's not natural, but but they're fun to play with. You know, to like Dolly Parton and the you know where she she wrote nine to five on her nails. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot about Dolly Parton that's not natural. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> All right. Well, Danny oh, Tate, it's just been so fun to talk to you today. I've just really enjoyed getting to know your history a little bit and a little bit more about you. And um, I can't wait to see what the future holds in our relationship. And um, yeah, thanks for coming. Thank you for the invitation. I really enjoyed getting to have our chat, Bernice. Ah, anytime. Thank you for listening to this episode of On the Ice with Bernice. Today, we talked with Danny Tate about his skating and the joy he finds in the sport. Be sure to subscribe and follow On the Ice with Bernice on social media. If you would like to support me, Bernice, and my podcast, On the Ice with Bernice, please consider supporting my Patreon. And remember, everyone is welcome on the ice.